0: Congratulations, you've won! You won hide-and-seek. You can see and hear me, I cannot see or hear you. You got the win that you so deeply needed and desired this week, and I'm very happy for you. Welcome into today's episode of Forte Catholic. It is a special one. We have not only a guest, but also a guest co-host. Our friend, friend of the show, Catherine Whitaker, uh, came into town and, uh, you know, after 38 times of coming into town, finally decided to come over and uh, record a couple of segments with me. Uh, we had a blast. We talked about my trip to Los Angeles and experience of uh, hospitality that she really felt at church uh, recently. And we also do Imitate, Intercess, or Ignore, where we give each other three saints. We have to choose which one we're gonna have uh, intercess for us, which one we're going to imitate, and which saint we're going to ignore! Oh no! Uh, And then Father Innocent Montgomery, who's a CFR, one of my favorite orders, awesome priest comes on to talk about how we can prepare for lent because it's coming so soon uh so i enjoyed this episode i hope that you guys do if you do please hit that subscribe button wherever you are watching listening it would mean the world to us thanks and enjoy today's show what's up I am Taylor Stroll, and I have a co-host every week, and it's always been the same people for three years, and everyone's tired of me, but you're still stuck with me, but we have a guest co-host, somebody who has told me dozens of times that she would come to the studio and do a guest spot or or be a guest co-host or something. And after many, many moons, she's finally decided to grace us again with her presence.
1: Guest co-host today, Catherine Whitaker. Hello. Hey, I thought you might know how many times I've been to College Station. That's exactly it. (laughs) (laughs) I was
0: waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm here. No, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. It is good that you are here. That is a scripture quote somewhere with someone talking to someone. I'm not quite sure.
1: I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for I'll sure. I'll take
0: it. Uh, so you're, you're coming in today to hang out with your kid who's here at who's here at A&M right down the road. Uh, you're here literally all the time, and you're like, hey, I'll come over, and you never do. But today-
1: There's no football game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're saying. Your, your priorities are, are- I'm fine
0: with your priorities, actually. I mean, actually.
1: <laughs> Aggie football, Taylor Schroll. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go. I would imagine there's a lot more <laughs> things. But I think for you- Taylor Stroll is last, and Aggie football no. is first. Well,
1: I wouldn't say you're last, but Aggie <laughs> football and my kid are first, yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Fair. I, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on if my kid is actually in the stadium at the same time, so yeah. then yes. Check their grades,
0: you know, that sort, that sort <laughs> right. of thing. Um, but I, I'm glad that you're here. I am glad that I am here because I'm just getting back from... Flights and many were canceled because of winter storm that we just had. And I had a flight canceled again yesterday. And but we finally got home. So like we scheduled this a a couple weeks ago and I was like, I was waiting till the last minute to be like, I don't know if I'm going to make it.
1: I know. I think I texted you last night, like at nine o'clock. Okay, I'm actually coming.
0: And I think like, you know, that point, you know how planes tell you like, hey, you can't uh, use your phones during the flight.
1: Do they really mean that though? I think they used to.
0: I think that if you use like use cell service, like one person's like touching a cell tower, like we all would have died. Right. But that was thirty years ago.
1: <laughs> it's like old technology, and they just keep saying it. Right, yeah. Don't smoke in the bathrooms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How long have they been saying no, that? No. You know what? Yeah.
0: It's crazy. It says don't smoke in the bathrooms, and yet I was so I was in L.A. where weed is legal. And there were people eating edibles next to me on the plane, but you can't smoke in the (laughs) lavatories.
1: Well, and then they also have the sign at the when you go through at the airport, film higher than 800 ISO. I'm like, who's hauling film higher than ISO through the X-ray machine? It's like, hey, it's the 2020s. Let's move. Let's get some new signage. Computer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that sign before. I have never seen this. And of course, we've got the you know the. The funniest one to me is after I was on a plane with, I looked it up. I didn't know, how, like, cause I'm so used to like small planes, but I, I was on like the one of the big liners. Cause you fly out of here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, and like I don't fit. So getting into planes here, the, the, the planes are like five, eight and I'm six, two and the shoulder width of the of the like getting into the door my shoulders are wider than the door so i have to like meander like kind of squeeze my way into it but the funniest thing is we're getting off i'm getting off this flight and i looked it up i think it was like 500 600 people can be on the kind of plane that that's i was a, on yesterday that's, that's a, a
1: lot that's a plane uh
0: and we're getting off so 500 600 of us we're, we're sitting there i had a um i usually sit on the aisle because i'm a large person but uh, i got the last flight out because of cancel flight i got the last flight out on the last flight of the night to be able to get to L.A. on time. And uh, let's just say that the me and the person sitting right next to me weighed over 700 pounds put together. So we're we're literally on top of each other for three and a half hours. This is
1: comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: so terrible. And yet I'm walking out the... Uh, the like little what what are they call the jet bridge thing? Oh, the jetway. The, the uh, jetway. I, th- I think. Right? Know, I think there's a lot of different ways to say it. I think the jet bridge, the, jetway, the southern way, the jetway, the jetway. <laughs> over you know over in the middle. Uh,
1: <laughs> down by the bar ditch. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, but it was like you know remember to stay six feet away. I was like, no, <laughs> this man was just sitting in my lap for three and a half hours. <laughs> i refuse to listen to these stupid rules uh but anyway that's getting getting that off my chest meaning do you feel better i got the man off of my chest <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was terrible it was terrible but um no great, I, ta- great time in la i'll be talking about the full trip soon but you also was on a trip i did
1: i got to drive so my flight got canceled out of dallas and so i oh, no, was
0: sitting in your lap while you were no
1: nobody was mom 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 no i had all my own snacks and stopped at bucky's i don't know do people know who bucky's is uh, or if, what bucky's is uh <laughs> who, who he is he yes, is because they've
0: heard of heaven and, and bucky's, they, bucky's just is another is very name close. Heaven. yeah
1: <laughs> so we're able to stop at bucky's but yeah i mean it was only about a six hour drive so i mean i know some people may hear that and say oh my lord six hours but when you're from texas it's no big shake so we drove to louisiana to lafayette to like low country southern southern louisiana i think they call you it
0: take the high road and i'll <laughs> take, take the low road
1: <laughs> and they were so lovely i came home taylor i came home with a cooler full of gumbo dr pepper um no tequila but the tequila was good while i was there and so they call them pralines i would say pralines yeah, yeah. um so much food that's, My,
0: that's weird because pralines is the southern way. And you're like the most southern speaker on this. And but, pralines is the southern But way. They're,
1: they're deep south. Texas, you know, we have our own way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so pralines is what I would call them. That's but so weird. but they call them pralines.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think now of well, like it's I don't i don't say more southern than you in. <laughs> I don't say pecan. I would say pecan, but that's maybe what you say in yeah, Georgia. That's what I say too. Yeah. You say pecan?
0: Yeah. Let's just do this the rest of the time. It's
1: like on love actually. How do you say <laughs> yeah. straw?
0: Have there there has been that challenge going around though. Have you seen the challenge where it's like I would own say, that challenge. Say these Say these
1: words like OI words. So when my kids have the OI words, so I'll spell them like B O I L or S O I L. They refuse to do that unit with me because the kids are like, "Mom, we don't know what you're saying."
0: <laughs> what did you say earlier when we were starting to
1: bowl. Bull. Bull, yeah, because we had to bowl the water in Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had a. A bull bo- ban, a
0: boil ban, and I was like, "So bulls aren't allowed <laughs> in a, your county." We had a bull ban. <laughs> all, all the bulls have to leave. <laughs> they have to get out of here. No bulls should be allowed at this point. So,
1: fortunately, they they only made fun of my accent just a little bit. But yes, they were so kind, and it was just the best weekend. So, and
0: I, I saw, yeah, because I saw you posting about it on on Instagram, and it was one of those things that like we both travel and do events and it's like, I mean, people are, people are nice, but it was like, you were going over the, like, I've seen you go to other events and you're like, this was lovely and you share pictures and stuff. And it's like, it's good. Um, and then I've heard you tell me stories privately about the ones that weren't so good, <laughs> but then, but like this one, you were like, like, like this was something special. Like the, how mm-hmm. welcome you felt like as the speaker, which is like, you know, you know it, it seemed like it was a special thing. So what made it so different than, or, or, or you know, that next the, level, the level. that than most.
1: So the hospitality room was for speakers and obviously the priests that were coming to do confession and really anybody that came up. But they were so, they didn't just make it look pretty, which they did. I'm a big fan of that. But they had women in that room that their sole job was to just serve us, to say, what can we do to help you? Are you cold? Do you need hot tea? Like, whatever. And they stayed around and shared their gifts of hospitality. And I don't know, sometimes I think, and, and they didn't just do that for the people that were speaking. I mean, absolutely the people that came. So it was sort of... It felt very familial, which it doesn't always feel that way. It feels like you're sort going in, doing an event, and leaving. But this one, they were southern, man. It felt so good. I was like, way to sell it. But also, they're genuinely that way. It's so. It was so nice. I will go back anytime. Yeah, yeah. Especially That's, if I get to come back with gumbo and pralines. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, all my family is from Louisiana, so like. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I, yeah, so I'm I'm so used to that.
1: Um what part of Louisiana? Uh,
0: uh, so my, my dad is from Baton Rouge and my mom's from right outside New Orleans. And okay. then like all the extended family, at least like at least when I was growing up, like everybody was there. Pretty yeah. much everybody. I mean, almost the big family and like the weird ones were the ones that like moved east, you know. So how so, dare you leave the like, state? You went to the border of Louisiana, Mississippi, but on the Mississippi side, you are anathema. That's right, you know, above like, the
1: Mason Dixon line <laughs> or above like the Red, we would call it the Red River line in Texas. So if you're above the Red River I know how I feel about you.
0: That's and I, I feel like that's the real South. Everybody's like Mason Dixon line, the South. It's like there were, there were people that fought for the North, <laughs> which I mean, cool. They won for congratulations, but it's like I do love the South. Are, people though. are like Virginia's the South. I'm like it isn't. No, it they isn't.
1: can. No, I mean it's not. <laughs> I mean, thanks for trying, but I mean, I think that there's there's some culture um, of just making people feel welcome. I feel like that's part of. I mean, I remember growing up as a kid, like my mom's rules, you make people feel welcome. Period. And if you don't, you failed as a Southerner. So it's like sort of the unwritten rule that you make people feel welcome. And they 100%. I mean, we've talked, we've been to plenty of events and people are perfectly kind and very lovely, but they just took it to the next level, which just made it even, it was just great to see people use the gifts that people God gave them.
0: Yeah. So I, when I went to LA this weekend, uh, Originally, it was going to be kind of like the the normal thing. Like I call it like the the. I've told people before that like in another life, if I wasn't Catholic, I would love to have been a contract killer. And people look at me now, and they're like, "You're too you fat and whatever." But it's like,
1: I mean, maybe if, if I, I would have see gone that. into
0: that like twenty-one, twenty-two. I would have loved it. Like uh, just it would it would have been great. So we we call it like you know the little like contract killer ministry, right? These people are literally never going to see me again. I come in with my contract, I do the deed, and then I leave. Like that's you know, the, the, so it's 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 like I get to live a little bit of what my my uh, my non Catholic dream would be through the Catholic.
1: Church. We call that in parenthood. We call that sneak sneak attack. So sneak like attack. We- When you need your kids to do a chore, like I had a friend say this weekend she doesn't do chore charts because she said I just did the sneak attack so that I would be like, take out the trash, make your bed. She said that way they didn't have advance warning of what they wanted to complain about. You just totally told them what to do. So similar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, So like that's what it was going to be. I was going to fly in. I was going to do the event and then I was going to fly out. But then I, I sent a message out on I think on Twitter. I was like, hey, I'm coming to L.A. Like, who do I know in L.A.? Like, I know I know people in L.A. Like, I knew that, like, Father Tim Grumbach had been on the show before. So I was like, oh, I'd love to see Father Tim. But then, like, I I started realizing... I don't know anything about California. Like there are rivals, you know, there are Texas rivals. We're not,
1: we're not in Texas anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I don't know where anything is. I didn't like, I knew like some people, like I knew they lived in California. I was like, that could be 30 minutes. That could be 30 hours. Like, I don't, I don't know. I hear the traffic is bad. (laughs) One mile takes, that was one of the weirdest things. Cause here in Texas, the amount of miles, let's, how do I say this? Uh, The amount, if, if somebody says it's 60 miles. Oh, it no. takes less yeah. than 60 minutes because i'm going over 60 miles per hour
1: now you need to tell me tom okay
0: yeah yeah. yeah. like is
1: it an hour away we start th- i don't care how many miles you Right, got.
0: but that's what's different about california they
1: tell you miles
0: so it's yes because okay
1: this six, sounds very foreign
0: to me 60 minutes is one hour so got 60 it. miles yeah. an hour means right. you're going one mile for sure yeah yeah right uh, one mile a minute right so, but we're all going 80 miles an hour, so we can do 60, more than 60 miles. In 60 so minutes. about
1: 45, 50 minutes. Right, right. right yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but in California, I, uh, I was looking to try to get an Uber. Uh, and it was like, what did it say? What did it say? It was like 10 miles, one hour. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this place is crazy.
1: But this is backwards opposite day here. Right.
0: But it's really similar hospitality to what you felt. I'm going to this place I've never been before. I've always wanted to go to LA. Uh, like, I, people know that like I, du- I double majored in faith and the music industries, and I went the faith route. <laughs> but if I would have done the music industry, I would have been in Nashville or LA. So I've always thought about going to LA, experiencing, like, all, like I'm super into movies, super into music. I would have I loved it. And here I am, 32 years old, finally get to go for the first time. And, and people respond on Twitter like, hey, I'm, I, I, I live in the area. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to meet you. So we have like eight people, 10 people, that, um, I get a place to stay, uh, really nice house, from, especially in LA. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's really half nice your house. travel budget. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I got to, I got to stay there. A Friend of mine from grad school, uh, father, Tim Grumbach, who uh, has been, who has been on the show before he lives out there. And the irony is the guy that was going to host me, like where I stayed, uh, he was my friend from grad school. He's the only person that I'd ever met like in person. And he's the one that said, Hey, you can stay here for a few days. So you can sightsee and not just come in and do the. Do essentially do, do
1: do the contract killing.
0: Do the contract killing, but then use all the money to <laughs> right. stay there and get there and all, all these things, right? right. Uh, but, um,
1: so contract killing for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just for the joy of the <laughs> just joy saying the kill. that you did it. Yeah,
0: um, but so like I got to stay there. Father, Father Tim, the guy the guy that hosted me had it. They had their their baby like seven days ago. So like he was like he was going to be my host. He was like, and he was like, I'm out. Like for the whole weekend, like you can still stay sure, at the house, but like, I'm out. So Father Tim on his day off, priest day off is a big deal. Saturday, he drove me all around LA. Like oh, I got man. to go to all the places that I've heard of, you know, Hollywood, And with Malibu, a lo- and with the local. Yeah, he grew up in Malibu. Yeah, like, right, right, or, know, right next door to Malibu. Um, so I got to see the Pacific Ocean, which is just way better than the Gulf of Mexico. You
1: know, like <laughs> Gulf of Mexico exponentially is like, yeah, better. Exactly. Yes. It's like this isn't
0: Galveston. Gulf of Mexico is barely <laughs> water. It's mostly oil. <laughs>
1: Let me say that. It's mostly
0: oil. Yeah, there you go. So uh, we we had a great day. I got to go I got to go to Malibu. I got to see like, and he was pointing out we're driving by and he's like that mountain right there as we're going into the valley. That's where the T-Rex in uh, Jurassic World like looked over L.A. And, and like roared at the end of the movie. Oh, very that's cool. where that's where Grogu called out to the force in the Mandalorian. You know, he's
1: got the script down like he's yeah. rolling yeah. <laughs> people through. But how fun that I think it's always better when you can go somewhere with somebody that has been there and grew up there. Than any tour bus or any like, oh, if yes. you or if you just tried to like, no, I'm going to Pinterest this. right I've read the internet. I know where I'm going. Like, there's just a personality that comes with that that oh, makes yeah. it even better.
0: I was just like, I'm just going to get to LA and I'm going to get in the car with Father Tim and I'm mm-hmm. going to have a great time. But here here was the, as, as cool as that was, being like, like literally I got to sit, see the hill where Grogu was on. Like, I got goosebumps driving mm. by this thing. But the thing, I, I I shed one singular tear on Saturday night in Los Angeles. LeBron James is one of my favorite basketball players. Oh, I ever. did see this. Yeah, I yeah. saw this. Oh. One, one of my favorite players of all time. And living in the Houston area, I have bought tickets to see a game where LeBron could have played. When he played with Cleveland, they came mm-hmm. to town. He, he happened to be hurt. It's like, oh, that sucks. But that was just one game. And then he was with the Heat. And I, got, I bought a ticket. I was like, I want to see Dwayne Wade and LeBron James before they retire. These two guys that have been a part of my life since I was a kid. Uh, I got to see Dwayne Wade. But LeBron wasn't playing for whatever reason. Of course he game. wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've, I booked, th- booked this thing. I buy the tickets to this, this famous stadium in Los Angeles called the Staples Center. Literally, I buy the t- tickets, and then the next week, they're like, it's the CryptoNet Arena now. So I didn't get to go to Staples Center, but I got to go to the building. There's still this fame place. There's there's just all the banners for it's the Lakers huge. championships. And just, they. I mean, it's LA. They know how to put on a show, right? And But here's the thing. I bought the tickets, and two weeks before I go, before I go to L.A., LeBron James gets hurt. He's swelling in his knee. Oh, that's right. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. The last game before I go, he doesn't play. And I'm reading all these news reports from all the, you know, all the sports guys and everything. You're binging every like, article. He's, he's not playing. Oh. He, they're like, he's not going to play until all the swelling in his knee is down. They're not going to risk you know one of, one of the best players of all time getting right. you know, really hurt in his knee. And so, like, day of the game, everywhere saying he's not going to play. I'm standing with Father Chim, a, a priest, and I'm we're looking down, and I see during the national anthem, LeBron James is not wearing street clothes. He's wearing like the you know, the, the, game, jumpers, day. the, oh, the yeah. game day stuff. And I I'm with a priest, so I can't be I can't be like you're, a, you're monitoring, like superstitious, you know, but I'm like, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to jinx it, right? <laughs> and sure enough, they go through. And you're still not sure. He's sitting on the bench, wearing all the like, like the the long sleeve sure. everything. And they go through and they a- announce the first few players: one, two, three, four. And then they they just know how to put on a show. It is quiet for a long time, and all this anticipation is building up. He hadn't played in two weeks, and now at six foot eight, <laughs> oh, LeBron James. It must have the gone nuts. Erupted. And I, I got goosebumps I got goosebumps right I now. am Just too. About oh it. man! And it's like this thing. He's been playing. He's been playing my entire life. And I, I've always wanted to see him. I've tried to see him, and I, I, I knew I wasn't going to see him because everything that had happened. And shed one singular tear watching him get. Oh, watching him am So introduced. happy for you, Taylor. Oh, it was. It was so. I'm great. so
1: happy that the confirmation kids had a great time. Yeah. But also that, that you got <laughs> you to see the
0: contract them. killers. <laughs> like the contract killers. We had a great retreat the next day. But like, man, because like,
1: you got to see the guy, man, it was
0: it, it was so special. This thing that like I have tried to do, tried to do over and over again. And then like to have it happen was just really special. Um, it, was, it was a really cool. You're going to
1: make me cry. Yeah. And I don't even like LeBron. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to say I don't like him. Right. He's not my favorite. I'm a Michael Jordan. girl. Right.
0: it will be the same. It's, it's one of those things where it's like I, I never got to see Michael play. Like he he was big when I was a little kid. And I, Thanks I'll, for making me feel yeah, old. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: How little were you? Really right. little.
0: <laughs> but uh, to be fair, I got to see uh, the guy who was in Space Jam live. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> uh,
1: my kids even ask me that. They're like, "Is is? Are you talking about the guy that's in Space Jam?" And we're like, "Oh Lord, have mercy." Right. <laughs> he is also in Space right. Jam. Yeah. But so, you've even got bulls colors in here. I, I do. Bull. <laughs> bull. B- the bull. actual bull. <laughs> I'm so happy that you got to see LeBron it play was great. there. Not like not. I mean, it would have been cool to see him anywhere, but to see him play there, at home,
0: like where everybody's cheering. Oh yeah. For him. Like it, oh, yeah. it was just a, a really special. And he had a triple double. They won in overtime. Oh, like, it was just. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Russell, Russell Westbrook played terrible, and I hated that guy. It was just. <laughs> it was like the perfect game to be at. Um, but it was. It, it, maybe two three weeks ago. I was sitting in mass and people know mass is hard for me. It's like, you're just like I'm just so ADD. It's like, you know, uh, but I was sitting there and uh, this song uh, came on from a long time ago. Like uh, the song that played. How long like, ago? Uh, Real long ago? Uh, so far ago, like the seventies, <laughs> <like> incredibly <laughs> old, <laughs> but it it is one of those songs that like, you know, people might make fun of or whatever, but it's like, it it like, it was like a nostalgia factor, right? Cause yeah. it was played all in my parish all growing up. And I've heard it a bunch of times since, uh, but it was like, for some, for whatever reason, it's like I hadn't like felt God's presence in a, a you yeah. know, in, in a few weeks, months, whatever. And for whatever reason, when this song played, it was really similar to the moment in at the Lakers game. Cause it wasn't like I I like you know, people talk about like, oh yeah, I, you know, was in ecstasy with God for an hour and I prayed or I, I really felt God. no, it was it was almost the same thing. Like I got goosebumps for like five, six seconds mm. and just felt like I didn't cry at mass, but it was such, I just felt like this peace and like this is special. Like I like essentially God saying, like, for this six seconds, I want you to know that I'm I got here. you, you know? And it was it was just this really cool moment of like, you know, something that You know, we're all searching for like that presence of God, knowing God's real, just like the reaffirmations, like even if you know it intellectually, it's like we need that time to like, it's nice to feel it.
1: Well, and sometimes you're, you're doing something and you think, you know, if Jesus would just do this, it'd be really cool. But then he really does surprise you. And it might be the words of a specific song or it might be a specific song or it might be something that somebody says and you're like, dang. It, um a priest reminded me that it's sort of like when you're in a room and you see your spouse across the room and they give you like the nod like either i love you or let's leave and, and but they you know what i mean <laughs> those are
0: different those are <laughs> different but similar yeah <laughs>
1: but how but how they don't pay t- attention to anyone else in the room. like that look is just for you right. And he said, I want you to think of it when you hear that phrase, when you see that person, when that song comes on, he said that it's Jesus as if he's across the room giving you the look like this is only for you. And I want only you to see it, only you to hear it. He said, because there have been times that I've looked around and I was like, why is everyone not lo- losing their minds? Does it, right, doesn't right, everybody right. else feel this? Right. <laughs> and the priest reminded me, he said, but Catherine, that was his love just for you. Yeah. Like, I, I love like LeBron's that, a like double. LeBron. Just, just, for, just me. for you, we Taylor. had that look
0: across the room. He's I was like, only he's here, 80, feet up, <laughs> but he saw me. Hey, I know he did. He
1: is good. I saw it. Yeah, he, does. he totally knew he you sure were there. Does
0: court, full court vision, full stadium <laughs> vision, is what he has. Um, all right, cool. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna, um, I'm gonna come back. We're gonna be talking with um, a, a priest about uh, Lent that is coming up. That's insane. Lord, um,
1: help us all. Yeah,
0: for real. Uh, father, help us <laughs> yes, all. Hopefully, amen. he can. Uh, and then Catherine and I are gonna come back uh, for the final segment to play a game. Don't go anywhere. Select International has a ton of pilgrimages coming up. You can find all of them at fortecatholic.com tours. Just hit that link, and it'll take you to all the amazing trips that they have going on right now, including but not limited to the upcoming World Youth Day, one of the largest gatherings of human beings in the entire world. Uh, the Pope's going to be there, young adults, youth from all around the world, just the beauty of the church coming together. The next one is going to be on August uh, 1st through 6th of 2023. In Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, Select has helped organize parish and Austin trips for World Youth Day for the last four of them of the events. Um, and is looking to help parishes and dioceses do the same. If you want to go to your World Youth Day, if you think your parish might or your diocese might and don't know how to do it, Select International could take care of all of it for you. So head on over to fortecatholic.com/slash tours. Welcome back to Port the Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. Uh, we kicked Catherine Whitaker out so that we can upgrade to a priest. Come not on. Al- <laughs> not only a priest, but a CFR, one of my favorite orders. Father Innocent Montgomery is here
2: to represent the Jedi Order well. Father Innocent, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taylor, so good to be with you, bro. Thank you so much for having me on. It's awesome.
0: I, I, I've been excited for this. And we booked this like three weeks ago with somebody from Blessed is She, who you helped write a book with we'll get into that, but uh, we were trying to book it while you were on retreat, and I like, and so I was like, no, no worries, you know, we'll wait till next month. I, I emailed back three weeks later, you were still on retreat. What were you doing,
2: <laughs> bro? Hey, listen, I it was so Franciscan. This book launched, and the the next day I went on a thirty day retreat, and blessed is she who I partnered with was like, hey, listen, the marketing team's kind of struggling. With you going on in a 30 day retreat right when we launched this book. So, I, yeah, I, I'm so blessed. I was just able to spend 30 days with Jesus in the middle of the uh, Texas desert, 2000 acres of wide open land with little hermitages and beautiful chapel. And it co- coincides with my 10 year anniversary of Final Vows.
0: Oh, no so way. Our, Congratulations. Our,
2: thank you. Our community just is so, such a gift to, that they encourage us to take some time away to, to kind of go back to the first love, right? And so, um, just getting out of New York City, getting out to the country or, yeah, the, the kind of the Texas, the desert. best country in the world, man. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, right. Right. There's so many, the, the people are incredible. The, yeah, the, just, the, I mean, I'm in New York City right now and it's, it's like below zero, right? It was like 70 degrees every day. And I just settled in with the Lord and just, just had some serious time of prayer and rest and, And I just got back. So so you're like, I I, I told you in show prep, like you're my first substantial spiritual conversation in a long time. So (laughs) I'm ready, bro. Let's go for it.
0: This is the irony, is that you were on retreat for 30 days. We're going to talk about your book for Lent, which was 40 days. At the end of Jesus' time in the desert, around 40 days, mm-hmm. Satan shows up to try to ruin the ending. And it's been about 40 days since you started that yeah, retreat. Yeah, bro, I'm ready for you. Come <laughs> so on. I'm not feeling me good Satan. about who that means for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, oh, bro, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. We're going to we're gonna talk about, about the book. It's called Born of, uh, Born of Fire. It's it's a, a daily thing for Lent to help help you have a better. It's, it's coming up. It's right around the corner. Yeah, right but, around the corner. But I want to still get to know you a little bit. Um, yeah. So the first time I hear somebody like you know you, I'm guessing you chose your name or it was chosen for you. How does the choosing of the name work for when yeah, you become Yeah,
2: Innocent's an interesting name, right? It's. Uh... It's one of those things where we're in religious life. When, when you, when you step into this consecration with, with God, God likes to change people's names. When they start this, they they go, they, they start this like new relationship with him. We see that kind of all over the Bible. Right. And same, similar with in consecrated life, you, there's something that is, is radically new happening when we give up everything and follow Jesus. Right. And so this is very common in religious life to, to be open to this new man. Right. We'll talk about it in that. We kind of talk about it in the book this new man that God calls us all to, but in religious life, particularly it's, it's symbolized by wearing this habit, right? The Jedi habit, like you said, the, the gray, the gray habit is, is in the form of a cross. St. Francis put that on to symbolize the death to the old man and the new life in, in Christ. Right. So similar with our names, right? I, my name was Scott, kind of boring, right? My baptismal name was Scott and, when I went on this new journey to to follow Jesus and, and fell in love with Jesus, he he invites us to have this expression of, of the new man and, and again this being named by God, right? I will call you by a new name. And uh and my 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 patrons from Italy in the in the 18th century. It's yeah, he he was this really holy Capuchin priest who who just gave his life to Jesus. He loved he loved the church, he loved the Eucharist, he loved our lady, which kind of describes every Franciscan, yeah, um, yeah. but he just went all in for the Lord. And so when I was a postulant 10 years ago, joining religious life, I just remember being moved by this man's life. And so when you're discerning names, you just kind of, you just kind of, you start developing relationships with Franciscan saints. And, and we, there's like this dual discernment, right? There's things going on in my own heart, but then at the same time, the community is kind of helping you and discerning you. And so As that happens, you, you know, you on the, on novitiate day, you put your habit on, put your cord, get your rosary and your, your new name is announced for kind of representing this new life in Jesus. So. The first time I
0: heard your name, it was like Father Innocent. And I'm like, that man's got to be guilty of something. <laughs> like, who, who calls themselves innocent, you know? Because it's like. Oh, Taylor, like you're it, on it, to me. You're on <laughs> to me, bro. So what are the people like nearest to you think about you be, now having the name of Innocent?
2: <laughs> well, it's so funny because I I have the absolute blessing of, ha- of sharing my vocation with one of my brothers. I'm a triplet. No way. And uh, so there's two boys and a girl. And my 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 triplet brother, his name is Father Angelus. And he's he's also friar. We actually live together in the same house. It's wild. And he has glasses, but we look exactly like, talk exactly like. And his again, his name's Angelus. So Angel, which means angel, and then innocent. Sure. And so my mom is often says, like, no, no one really kind of talked to her about our religious <laughs> names, right? She had some info that she could have shared that these really just really doesn't match. Right. But I have got had some funny names. Obviously the, the famous one is like father guilty or, uh, you know, uh, the, the new one is a uh, father, not so innocent or father halfway innocent. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: She's like, I, I, you weren't so innocent in those terrible twos. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, I love it. Cool. So uh, your book is about Lent called born of fire. And before we kind of hop into it, um, The last two Lent's have been really difficult because of just where we've been in the Mm, world. I uh, somebody asked me two Lent's ago. Uh, oh, what are you giving up for Lent? And I just said, I'm giving up for Lent. Like that's that's it. I'm just giving up. You know, like it was just everything was terrible. It was it was just kind of a rough time. Last year was a little better, but I still couldn't like. And I used to be like all about Lent, like fully buy it. And I was just like, the last two years have been Lent. I can't add anything else. You know, so <laughs>
2: yeah, I've done some serious penance and sacrifice <laughs> right, last exactly. Lent. Exactly. Seriously. So
0: so this Lent, I'm coming into it with like, okay, I think I might be able to have like a pre-covid lent again like a good lent where i'm like doing what the church is saying um so what what has been the best lent for you and what were the things that made it that best lent
2: you know i love i love that that question in show prep i it's one of those things as I, the the longer that I'm a religious and I have the, I have the great gift of being a formator and that's a fancy word for, for, for being like a teacher in religious life. I, I get to walk with our young brothers at the beginning of religious life and really attempt to really give, invite them to a, to this different way of living and, and, and experiencing life with Jesus, the spiritual life, the human life. And we're really preparing to, to, to be consecrated to God. Right. And and it's one thing that I've realized over the, for, over the journey, Taylor, is this, is that we have to keep it simple, right? Jesus doesn't want us to complicate things. He doesn't want us to, it's not about something, like the spiritual life doesn't have to be cute or flashy. It has to be real, right? And so keeping it simple, right? I, the reason I wrote this book and the reason why I have a deep desire to walk and accompany people is because I want to help people pray. And so the best Lent I've ever had was, was actually as a friar is one of those things where we just, again, the the challenge to go deeper. And it's not about being a spiritual Olympian. It's not about showing God how strong we are, how much we can fast and all these different things. It's about letting go. I love it. I'm, I'm giving up. Right. And I (laughs) think, I think that's what happened in, 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 this kind of breakthrough Lent I had early in religious life. I just recognized that God's not impressed by my, by my selfish offerings. And I really want to become a man of prayer. And I really want to enter into this place. So the simple fastings I did actually created the space in my heart where I'm like, Lord, I don't want to just give up food or, or give up. I mean, as a friar, we, we do all sorts of things, but, but I I want, I want to make sure that space in my heart is so you can come in there. And so I just, I just doubled down on prayer. I doubled down on silence and, and something Taylor, something happened. That's what, that's (laughs) the Lord comes right? This, this is, this is the, the invitation the Lord gave me is just let, stop being cute, stop being fancy. And, and when you, when you let go, the fasting creates a space and, and I'm going to come, right? So I just doubled down on that and, and created like just more silence and I started to pray differently. Right. So that it was just as simple as that. I kept it simple. Yeah, which
0: is good, and it's and it's good too, because it's like I like if I'm being honest, like I didn't follow like all the things that you're supposed to do for the last two Lent's. When I did, I loved Lent. I did all of it for the 25 years before that, so it is kind of. Good to hear the keep it simple because it's like that's what I'm planning to do. I'm not planning to do like the most intense lesson I've ever had. It's just like I'm just coming back to the basic <laughs> teachings that the church says that we should do, and you know, also whatever you say in the book. So
2: oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And I think I think we have to be careful as men. I think we're out just to kind of hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just show the Lord and I'm gonna show my family like and we we have our list, right? And if it doesn't, if our list of what we're gonna sacrifice doesn't serve our relationship with God and this intimacy, this, this place of relationship, then it's just not worth it.
0: Right. The whole, uh, giving up chocolate doesn't necessarily get me closer to God Yeah, because, okay. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all for that Taylor, right. give up
2: your chocolate, but where's that leading you? Uh, what's that on-ramp? What's the on-ramp back in like? my pants? is what <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the on-ramp, I want to be relationship. So if that chocolate creates a space in your heart, Taylor, that or the lack of chocolate, I'm, 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 I'm cool with that. Sure. For sure.
0: Uh, so if you, you mentioned that the book is, is for men, which was very surprising to me because of who I got the email from uh, our awesome. friends over at blessed is she, which is like one of the best ministries for women. They've been friends of mine for a while. I've had some of the ladies on the show. We talked about women's ministry and then about yeah, yeah, yeah. a year or two ago, uh, I think it was, yeah, about a year and a half ago, they emailed me a book. They were like, Hey, this was our first thing. That's not gender-based is for everybody it was called nuke chepi and i loved it and, and and it really it really helped me grow yeah, yeah, yeah. spiritually and then a year later they up the end even more they're like yeah we've got enough stuff for women we're bringing father innocent in to write a book for men so this this book is primarily for guys and it comes from you you mentioned that you work with the guys in, in the postulancy that are coming in or, or uh, coming into the order and discerning the order and, and being formed for the order um so, I would imagine a lot of the lessons come from the work that you've already done with with these young guys.
2: yeah, Taylor, this is like really formation for young men is really in my heart. and and that's where I mean, the the book's called Born of Fire, right? There's fire in my heart for for this for this journey with young men and to bless them and their identity and and especially in their their identity as sons to, to live in this relationship with God, the living God. Right. And it's interesting because I'm having this experience in my life as a friar, I'm taking guys to the desert every year. We're going for, we're going for it for three weeks. We're, 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 we're entering this new relationship with Jesus, the Holy spirit and the father, and we're, we're leaving the world. We're doing hard things. We're creating, we're, we're creating a space for a new encounter with God. Right. Right but there's a lot of fire and I am I'm, I'm living this, but, but it was like, it's just overflowing. Right. And so when I, I'm, I'm also, I, I adore our, our, our sisters at blessed it she, they're just amazing. Yeah. And I was doing a parish mission in Phoenix and I was hanging out with them. We were doing some other podcast stuff and they were asking about it and I was just sharing my heart and, and it just kind of, again, something kind of overflowed and they have the, they have the market, on, uh, devotionals for women during Advent and Lent, And that just, that just was fascinating to me because I could never write a book, just chapters like, Hey, here, here you go. Right. I want to accompany people. I want to take people on a journey. And so it was really them who kind of blessed this desire in me. And I was like, Hey, listen, why not? And, and they, they were open to it. why not do this in tandem where, where you guys are the experts, you've never done anything for men and there's some fire in my heart. So I could not have done it without them, but they were really kind of the, I feel like they were the cruise ship and we're just a little boat, you know, right, yeah. and uh, just really wanting to to bless guys on the journey. So it worked out, it, yeah, it was pretty amazing how it, how it providentially developed.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh- so you mentioned like the journey of of this book. It's specifically <clears throat> for guys during Lent. So guys, you can get yourself a copy. Do it now if you order it uh, today. You'll be able to get it in time before Lent starts. You got a few days from when this releases to get it, and uh, you know, or just pay expedited shipping because you're lazy and late to listening yeah, to do the that. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so like when I get it, like what can I expect uh, for for this journey through Lent with the book? Awesome.
2: Yeah. So I really, I think, and I, and I myself for the first of this, but on my own, my own uh, journey as a man, I think there's been several times where we're just, we, we just live in an identity crisis as men. We, sometimes we just don't know who we are. Right. And you can look back to the beginning of Adam and Eve, right? Adam was, he just entered an identity crisis. He wasn't, he wasn't receiving the gift of who he was in the eyes, of, in, the, in the eyes of the father. Right. So when young men come to religious life and, and we, and I take them on this journey, it's all about identity. It's all about blessing them in the, in with, with the gift and the truth of who they are as men. Right. And so what I do, what I, what I call it is the identity pilgrimage is that we really, I really want to walk with guys to bless them in the gift of who they are and what, a, no better. I, I just think it's an, a pretty awesome invitation to take Lent to ask these questions. Who am I right? When St. Francis had his conversion, he had a time of prayer, and he, he he's like, God, who are you, and who am I? Right, and those are two those are two foundational identity questions. So, my brother, it is pretty simple. I, I walk through the 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 simple kind of identities of of this natural growth of our 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 masculinity, and we we kind of tie together the relationship of humanity and spirituality. Right, so we're all born as sons right? We are sons of our father in heaven. We are sons of our earthly mother and father. And this is kind of the foundation of, of our life. We are sons in this place of receiving our identity. And, and I think this is foundational. Read the book. This is like my favorite part. This is what we teach, right? Like all the time in in our ministry, we are sons and daughters of a good father who loves us constantly. And he gives us everything. Everything I have is yours, right? and that's the father give, giving us himself and and giving us the gift of relationship with him but sons become brothers right you you as a son you just the the greatest gift a mother and father can give you is the gift of brotherhood right and so you you become brothers i you have you have you you know you there's a, there's a sense in our lives, where we have our relationship with God, but now we we have a sense where now we're turned to one another. Where now I have a sibling, I become a brother or a sister. We'll 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 uh, we'll we'll make it. We'll bring the ladies in here, the brothers and the that, sisters. That, that right?
0: happened really quickly for you. You got a brother and a sister real fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. very quickly, right? Yeah. So now
2: I'm not just relating with my father and my mother, or, or again spiritually from our Father in heaven, but now I have people, right? And so Jesus shows us how to to live this way. He shows us. How to, to to love like him. It's um Jesus or uh he, you know, the commandment is love God and love your neighbor, right? So now our expression is sons who want to love, we become brothers. When we're we're brothers, the next kind of part of the journey is we become men. Uh we we, you know, you you have this awkward time in life where boys become men, right? And this the sacrifice and the growth and the courage, all this stuff happens. So we talk about masculinity. How is Jesus a man? Right? How does he teach us how to be a man? And then men become spouses, right? Um, this is a big part of 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 growing, is, and it's falling in love, right? It's about falling in love with with uh, with God, right? We're first called to this this identity in God, and then we're called to to give our lives to for the, our beloved, right? Priests, religious, uh, lay lay faithful, we're called to be to be men who are in love, right? And um, I I love teaching that because a lot of people want to talk about fatherhood, but they fail to talk about being a spouse. You can't be a father in, in, before you're a spouse, and you live and sacrifice your life for the one you love, and then spouses become fathers, right? That's that's typical. This desire of fatherhood we all have, um, yeah. Husbands become fathers, and then that the last two are interesting because it's it's the call to to be men to be men of prayer, right? It doesn't necessarily follow kind of humanly. But the but the gift, I can, is I can that, finally
0: pray, I became a spouse and a father. yeah, and I can yeah graduate like twenty years later, <laughs> I'm a mystic, right? right, right.
2: but it, but it, but the mystic in is the one that kind of is the fire for them all, I say. And um, I just put it at the end because it, it kind of climb climaxes in holy Week and 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 Easter.
1: Oh, but yeah. the
2: call to be a mystic. We're all called to be mystics. Taylor, I believe that the answer to the, all the church's problems is a deep contemplative life for everyone, for all the baptized to be mystics. You're called to be a mystic. You know that I'm called to be a mystic. That's what the church needs. Men who, who are deeply living in contemplative intimacy with God. And that overflows in our life. Right. And then that last week it's the Easter octave we're, we're we're called to be new men, men of the resurrection. And so we're going to spend that Easter octave talking about how do I live the resurrection in my life? It's not just Easter season resurrection. It happens. We have a party, but how do I live as a new man? Right, so you got seven weeks right there. We're on this journey, and and this I believe that this is a, just a beautiful way to talk about the medicine for the identity crisis.
0: Yeah, my fa- my favorite line. Uh, it's it, it, I was I was doing some research on the book before beforehand, and it was it was just something that you said about like you're you you are entering the desert with Jesus, um, and like Jesus was alone. Like yeah, like the Father was there, but like Jesus was physically alone on mm-hmm. the journey. But every time we journey into the desert of lent he's there for us he's prepared he's already prepared a place for us he's there walking with us and the book helps another person to be there you're there helping to form us totally during lent so i want everybody to go check it out born of fire where can they find it to, to buy the book
2: yeah. Boy, it's, it's pretty easy. Born of fire born of fire And, uh, you, you have, yeah, it's, it kind of tells you about the book. You can order it, but also there's a link for, uh, our, our own religious community, this Franciscan friars of the renewal. So you can click that. And if you'd like to contact us, uh, that would, that would be awesome. Uh, Taylor, what one thing I'm doing, which, which I'm pretty excited about is that if there's groups of people, there's a leader guide that I've, I've written for, if you want to uh, lead a group. And so what I've done is there's a leader guide, but also I would love to get connected with groups uh, throughout Lent. So, we already have different college groups reaching out. I, I would to, I would love to Zoom call with you and have your guys um, or any listeners, obviously, if any if anybody any youth group leaders have a, a group that's doing it, I'd love to get connected with you and 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 make a virtual visit um, to encourage you guys along the journey.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, go buy the book, uh, guys. Buy it now, uh, husband. No, no, sorry, wives, girlfriends, buy it for your husbands and your boyfriends. Yeah, buy that's the is she connection. There's a, yeah. there's
2: like yeah, thousands of women, and I'm like, all right, you know, women, and a lot of women are getting it, which is awesome. It'll give you some insight into the crazy heart of a man. But but get it for your 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 husbands, your your sons, your brothers. And, uh, and make him read it, make him yeah. actually, yeah, we just want to pray. I just, I just want to invite these men to pray <laughs> for sure.
0: Uh, buy buy it quick, uh, so that you can get it before Lent. It'll be here before you know it. Father innocent. Thanks for spending the time with us here today. This is a blast.
2: So Taylor, you're awesome, bro. It's such a gift and I'm praying for your ministry. I'm just so glad that God still makes people like you who are just in it and, and loving the Lord and loving the church. So I'm really grateful. Yeah,
0: well, that, that's far too kind. I th- uh, you're the, the spirituality of you being nice to me is definitely showing how good your retreat was. That I'm right, not yeah, even. I, was gonna say, not I just Satan. got of, yeah. I got a 30 day.
2: We survived this. <laughs> we,
0: which, awesome, which, bro. I'm really Which grateful. was harder, the thirty days of retreat or talking to me for thirty
2: minutes? Hearing <laughs> your voice. Hearing your voice for the first. It was. It's kind of <laughs> jarring. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. All
0: right, uh, Father. Thanks for being here. Everybody else, don't go anywhere. Catherine will be right back. We're gonna play uh, a game. Don't go anywhere. Guys, we are inching closer and closer uh, to our channel being able to be a partner with YouTube, and I'm so excited. Uh, Just over the last month, we have gained 56 subscribers, bringing us to almost 700. We need to hit that 1,000 mark. We're getting so close. Um, It would mean the world to us if you went over to YouTube.com slash ForteCatholic and hit subscribe. Uh, What this partnership would do is one, um, YouTube, once you're a partner, just pushes your videos to more people, so All the things that we are doing are, you know, our weekly show, our, um, series on pop culture, our talks, our music, all of that would get pushed to more people, which is just great. You know, we can reach more people with what we're doing. And secondarily, it would just, like, YouTube would be able to send us some money every month, which would be extremely helpful for us as we are a young ministry continuing to grow, and it doesn't cost you a thing. So if you want to make YouTube pay me money, <laughs> go on over to youtube.com slash Catholic, hit the subscribe button, check out the videos, um, watch them, you know, enjoy them. We, we, we make all this stuff so that you guys can enjoy it, but it would just be It'd be a huge new step for us, so we're inching closer. Uh, so yeah, go over and hit subscribe. Subscribe, we would just love it. Thank you so much in advance. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That that is Catherine Whitaker. One of the things that we do with the co-hosts is I make up a fake middle name for all of them. Oh,
1: so yeah, I what's need, my name? Uh, well, my <laughs> You know, Catherine is my middle name.
0: Oh, I didn't know.
1: Mind blown. Wait,
0: wait, 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 I think I have known that. Do you have don't, a really weird first don't, name? Don't, don't, it's say really it. Weird, don't isn't say
1: it. Don't say it. My, no one knows my first there's name. A, I don't, there, don't say there's, it.
0: <laughs> I think I've seen it before.
1: Keep it to yourself, Taylor. I'll take Catherine Bull Whitaker.
0: Kath, Catherine
1: <laughs> Bull Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. Wait, what was your? Uh, I want uh, the first name. What was your maiden name?
1: Farnham. Farnum. Like Barnum and Bailey Circus, yeah, but with yeah, an F. Yeah. 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 But, Not that I've ever said that before to help people spell it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I think you'll tell me the first name off the air. Someday. I think I knew, off the I air, but I, I definitely not this. on the air. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to stick with bull for now <laughs> until something else comes up. We're going to play a game that we haven't played on the show in quite some time. And I was like, when, when you said you were coming, I was like, I want to play this game specifically with Catherine. This is called Imitate, Intercess, or Ignore. So we are going to give each other uh, a set of three saints. And we have to choose which of these saints would we most like to imitate. Like which which one of their lives will we most like to imitate? Uh, we're gonna ask one to intercede for us, intercess, and then the other saint we are going to ignore. <laughs> so um I I'll give you three first. All right. All right. I'll be in the hot seat first. Uh, so I am going to give you um Saint John of the Cross. Okay, Saint John the Beloved, and Saint Peter. Saint John the Beloved Disciple, Saint Peter. And Saint John of the Cross.
1: Okay, I'll imitate Saint Peter. Why is that? Well, because he's like the guy in the church. Like he's the guy that started it. You just want power. <laughs> <laughs> he has the keys, man. It's I'll about t- drive. <laughs> it's about <laughs> power. I'm like, um, yeah, he I mean, honestly, he was in a really scary position and he did it anyway. So I think I'll admire his um his fortitude. Mm-hmm. Do you see how I tied that in, Forte? Anyway. Yeah, oh, John the Beloved or John Saint John of the Cross. Can I admit as a convert that I don't know either one of them well? So I guess I can ignore either one. That sounds terrible no, to ignore. No, no, you, Saint John as of the a,
0: As a Protestant, you should know John the beloved disciple. He's in the well, Bible, which was kind of the whole thing with well, Protestantism.
1: But I don't know, like I haven't really studied them as well as some of the other disciples. He wrote like three books in the know, Bible. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Taylor. You said this was a no judgment zone. So I'm gonna I just... never said <laughs> that.
0: I never said okay, that. Okay. I'll
1: I'll I'll um I'll I'll ask John John the Beloved to intercede, and I guess I'll ignore St. John of the Cross, which sounds awful. No, you've
0: been doing it this whole time, (laughs) so why is it bad to say?
1: (laughs) Just saying it out loud now for everyone else to hear. (laughs) All right. All right, so uh, Kateri Tekawitha. Okay. Blessed Carlos Acutis. Okay. Or Pierre Giorgio Frasati.
0: Okay, I'm going to imitate... Akutis, because he played video games. Okay. <laughs> Might as well keep that. Um, and here, here's the hard part, because I love, I love St. Kateri. I actually did a mission trip with...
1: That totally surprises me. I would have never pegged you as someone that really loves her. Well, I, Not I, that she's terrible. Well, she's amazing. Keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I did I did a mission trip with her tribe. What? Uh, they're, they're like the third poorest diocese. It's a diocese of Native Americans in uh where was i nebraska uh, in winnebago and it's, it was her tribe so like all of her a lot of her descendants are like in this tribe and they're like incredibly it's a poor It's just the, the fact of the matter but for years and years and years they um they saved money so that they could that they could go to rome for her canonization like oh, wow. just it was it was it was so cool but uh i as much as i love her i don't want her life <laughs>
1: So I am as line. much
0: as I hate to say it. I'm going to ignore her. Okay, uh, but I'm going to imitate Buster Pierre Giorgio. Um, not he's like the outdoorsy guy, and like I'm yes. not, but I need to get outside more. And actually, one of the things that I did in L.A. that Father Tim is in much better shape than me. There was this like, there's this uh, mountain, but it's all sand. So it's like take our beach oh. here, and it's a mountain where you're climbing sand. And uh, let's just say uh, he got close to the top, and I stopped halfway. And took a nice panoramic your picture, life. like I was at the top, and then walked right back down. So, I, but I do need to Im, uh, imitate him a little bit more. He was outdoorsy. He, he found like the, um, you know, got God in in nature, which is a mm-hmm. lot easier in LA than it is here. But you know, that depends on where different. you are here. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, those are good. All right, so okay, so yeah, I'm now gonna, it's your turn.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give you a few now. Uh, who's your <laughs> favorite? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's my favorite. My favorite. Center. Wait, let's, let's let's do this. Okay,
0: let's just list them. Favorite saint. Okay. Name of the parish that you grew up in, and the name of the parish that you are in now.
1: Okay. Well, favorite saint, Saint Francis de Sales. Okay. <laughs> parish I grew up in, not one. Grew up, I was a convert. That's, okay, so first, yeah. first parish was it? Uh, wait, saint,
0: wait, what was the name of your church?
1: Uh well, well, which one, Taylor? So I went to the Methodist Church, the Nazarene Church.
0: Did the Methodist Church have a saint name?
1: I was a baby, so I don't remember. Oh. It was just first, first, you not a Methodist Church. And then Nazarene, then uh, Disciples of okay. then Non Denominational Bible Church, okay. and then First Baptist Church. Okay. <laughs> so none of them had saints. And what's your one now? Oh, no. So St. Cecilia was the very first church that we joined. Okay. okay? And then our church now is St. Vincent of Paul.
0: Okay. So those are your three. St. No, Cecilia. St. So... <laughs> Saint Cecilia. Saint Thank Vincent you, de Paul. So much. And uh, St. Francis de Sales.
1: Oh, well, St. Francis de Sales, hands down. I mean, this is is the one that I definitely want to imitate. Okay, imitate. yeah, For sure. Uh, Evangelist, radical lover of Jesus. Just if I could share Dr. Pepper with anybody, it would be him. Okay, which one do I want to intercede? Um, You know what? This is easy. I want St. Vincent de Paul to intercede because his heart for loving people who are struggling. And I can't sing worth a lick, so St. Cecilia, I'm going to ignore her. (laughs) I love her though; she's yeah, great. But yeah. you don't need me singing. I sing to George Strait in my van. That's it. That's as far as we go.
0: Uh, you yeah, had yeah, that look with him across the room.
1: <laughs> and now is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um. How about Saint Therese of Sue? Okay. Um. Oh man, I'm trying to think of some saints that my kids have been. Oh, Maximilian Colby. Okay. He's a he's a rock star. And how about um martin de
0: oh say martin de okay because
1: I, so, I i know how i think you should answer this question right, right, right. But... <laughs> there's oftentimes there
0: are correct answers uh so saint martin de who else um maximilian colby,
1: maximilian colby. and then
0: saint Tereza-Lassoux. Saint sue ignoring her okay uh i think Fair. i've even said that in this game before i can't stand that she's the patron saint of missionaries and never went anywhere <laughs> <laughs> she did no contract killing <laughs> Hot take. The Treslazoo did no contract killing. Uh, I'm going to ignore her. Um, Saint Saint Martin de Porras and who else? I keep forgetting Maximilian
1: <laughs> Colby. Maximilian
0: Colby. Um, Maximilian Colby. I'm going to ask to to intercede for me. Solid um, choice. Like I don't know if I could have done what he did. Like yeah. so that courage and that usage of I- hit nose <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Incredible. There we go.
1: There we go. Incredible. <laughs> yes. yeah. <Hi-ya>! I know. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't paying attention.
0: That's um, the only time you've agreed with me today. Which is <laughs> only, so that's the first time you did that. Um, but yeah, like his courage and his yeah. his um, like he he took somebody else's place, right? And I kind of feel w- like without I'm, hesitation, right? And I kind of feel like I've been like, my name wasn't called. I get to live another day. <laughs> <know? God> I am <laughs> friends with
1: him. Yeah. Um,
0: St. Martin de Porres, I, um, when I would, when I I would go on a mission trip in the summer, there was a parish called St. Martin de Porres that we got pretty close with because we were going down there every summer. And we learned a lot about him, how, um, he wasn't allowed to become a brother or a priest because, because he was a person of color. And he, um, but he said, I, I, "God is calling me here." So he's like, "Can I just do like the grunt work? Can I be the Can I be the doorman? Can I clean? Can I do all this stuff just so he could be around the brothers and the priests?" And the, I, I guess it was like, I guess it was a monastery. I could be wrong on that, but like you know, where oh, I'm not sure where they all lived, right? Um, and he would go to mass, and he would, when he received communion, he would levitate. So like his feet would come oh, off the ground. I didn't know that. Yeah, so the other brothers and the priest who said that he couldn't be a brother of priests because he's a person of color, it's like very clear that he is the holiest person in the room. So ultimately they let him They're in. They're like, I mean, <laughs> I guess since he
1: levitated, we should let him right. a- amidst all the other amazing things that he did. Right. No, he saw so, it.
0: Um, so yeah, I, I want to imitate him, just like like the fact that he was like unwanted in a space, but he, mm. a- and he had every right to be angry. And, uh, but, but he stuck with it because he cared more about God and God's calling for him. And then ultimately it worked out. It's like, I,
1: I'm seeing a theme here of it, saints keep doing things for the greater good. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't,
0: so I, I need to imitate them. So no one's ever going to be like St. Like,
1: Taylor or St. Catherine <laughs> right. bull. Well,
0: no. no, uh, well, there was, uh, there has been a time where St. Taylor was prayed to, uh, at my son's baptism, oh. my son's name is Christopher. So at baptisms they're like, say, you know, like what's, what's his name? Oh, oh yeah. St. Christopher. Uh, who also might not be real. But that's the thing. Uh, I know, we're not so sure about yeah, him. St. Christopher, pray for us. My wife was uh, St. Mary Magdalene. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. And then he goes, St. Taylor. And we all go, huh? Uh, like the whole group was like, pray for us? There's not one. There's not one. And there won't be. So you can ever. be the first. You can be <laughs> yeah. the
1: first. I love the first.
0: <laughs> all right, we've got time for just, I think we're doing, let's do one more each. One more each. All
1: right, it's your turn.
0: Oh, it is my turn. Yeah, you have to you the right. three. All right, we're going to do, um, let's do the Marys. Mary, Mother of God. Okay. Mary Magdalene. Okay. And the other Mary, who was at the cross. <laughs> the
1: other. What's her
0: name, the other Mary. The other Mary. <laughs>
1: the other Mary. There are so many of them. Okay, well then I'll just. She
0: was the other Mary. <laughs>
1: I'll ignore the other Mary then.
0: Um, if, it's, which is okay, if the
1: gospels <laughs> pretty much ignore you. If can they too. don't remember yeah. who she was, is the other Mary. And then you said Mary Magdalene and Mary, Mother of God. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna ask Mary Mother of God to intercede because I'm not sure. She and I have a complicated relationship. It's a good thing, but it's been a slow process. So I'm gonna ask her to intercede for me. I I do. Uh Mary Magdalene, you know, she yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with imitate her. I'm I'm this is gonna be controversial. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm not a fan of the chosen. Okay. And now everyone's gonna stop listening. I uh, oh, stopped listening a lot <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It's it's not that it's not well done, but I will say I watched three or four episodes, but there was one episode in particular where they portrayed her, and she felt so incredibly relatable that I kind of fell in love with her, and that was my takeaway from The Chosen. But then I stopped watching.
0: <laughs> so let me get this straight: you don't like it, but you had a deep spiritual impact from it. Just from and then no, you just quit. actually no. <laughs>
1: Welcome to my spiritual life. Sounds like life.
0: Satan was involved. <laughs>
1: That's what it's like. I liked like to me. that particular episode about her. I wasn't a big fan of like just the general gist of it. I think it's great, and I love that people love it, and it's leading other people to Jesus. It just brought back like triggering <laughs> Protestant memories of how we all always had to watch like the Jesus things. Oh yeah, yeah. and it just wasn't my gig. So. So you were. You, I am sounding like a horrible person oh, right it's now. It's okay. That's what I do every week. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: for for you, it was uh, similar similar to something else in my life. You watched so much as, as as a young kid that you can't watch it now. That was like working out for me. I worked <laughs> I worked out so much before I, I, I turned like, twenty one that I just quit. You're after. done. And every now and then I'll, I'll I'll quote unquote work out for four episodes and then uh, enjoy it and quit for no reason. <laughs>
1: Okay, oh, I got some good ones for you. Okay, so. Well, f- it's well, Last thing on Look Mary me. Magdalene. Okay.
0: Um, knowing you, you definitely picked correctly there. You think so? Because uh, let's just, as as holy and loving as Mary is, we want her praying for us. Mary Magdalene's life is a little bit more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it fits with you a little bit better.
1: I mean, there's no Mary, way.
0: Mary Magdalene would have done a shot of tequila with you. I'm not <laughs> sure if There's no way that has. I could imitate Mary, Mother of God. <laughs> yeah. But Mary
1: Magdalene, she and I yeah. got some things. Okay, so. How about St. Joan of Arc? Okay. Ooh. I know. I, I'm i not going to tell you how I feel about all these saints okay. because I have some obvious favorites. Okay, so St. Joan of Arc. Um. These are really hard. I got so many floating around just in my
0: head. naming saints is difficult for the former Protestant. <laughs>
1: it, <laughs> I've well, run out. I've given you seven. That's <laughs> all I have. <laughs> but there's, I mean, I keep thinking of what their stories are. Okay, so Saint. I'll just go with this. St. Joan of Arc. Um... Saint Anthony of Padua. Okay. Or Saint Elizabeth Ann Seaton.
0: Okay, Saint Anthony of Padua. All I know about him is that he's the like the he was the namesake of San Antonio. So like San Antonio <laughs> was big for me. I started to, to college where I found a wife. I know nothing else about him. I'm ignoring him. Okay. Um so What were the other two? I'm so bad at this.
1: <laughs> Saint Elizabeth Ann Seaton and, and John Mark. Mark.
0: Okay. Um St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, I'm going to imitate. She was really involved with education and yep. teaching. And uh, that's what I do contract killing with. <laughs> it's all usually teens. I see it all. That, that I see sort the of thing. connection. So, uh, you know, uh, teaching and preaching and, and, and those sorts of things. Um, And she was like a pioneer in a new area. Like her new area was the new world, like here in... In America, uh, our new world is here on the internet. You know, like that, that sort of thing. Um, and I'm I'm going to again, theme of Taylor not, doesn't have enough courage. I can't imitate Saint Joan of Arc, uh, but I'll ask I'll ask her to pray for me again for like
1: the courage. But and- you already asked Saint Elizabeth to pray for you.
0: No, no, I'm- Did you I'm, ask me? You, I'm you imitated her. Okay, I, I'm okay. sorry. I, I, might, I might have misspoke. I'm imitating her because of the teaching stuff. Got it, I, it, I it got it, got it. Okay. do that. I Okay. Okay. about okay. Jesus. Okay. I can't, I don't know if I could- can, know, You can't be a warrior? I can't yet. We're, we'll have to- So
1: we had we had mass, so this past October, we had mass at um, the place where St. Joan of Arc was martyred. Oh, wow. Like burned at the stake. It was pretty powerful. She's a badass. Were there candles at this mass?
0: There were- I feel like candles <laughs> at that mass would be- inappropriate
1: <laughs> there were flowers but okay, no candles that's that's yeah fine. flowers are okay not that's good that's right. good
0: well good this was fun I'm it glad was that we did fun. this. you survived um and usually the hot takes about this are about saints So you're just like i hate chosen for no reason <laughs> unprompted so
1: this you're, was welcome. Fun, you're I'm glad, welcome i'm glad
0: you're here i'm, fi- I'm glad you finally made it to eight, the times, the eight times eight yeah, yeah. times <laughs> all right well uh katherine uh, this was this was great i'll be back next week see ya thank you guys so much for watching and listening today the number one takeaway for today if you would like to get the uh, the born of fire book that father innocent wrote um in time for lent you need to do so before february 18th you can still buy it after that, but if you want it guaranteed to be there before Ash Wednesday, February 18th, that's a few days from the release of this show, go to bornoffirebook.com, bornoffirebook.com, and order it for yourself today, especially if you're a guy or if you're a, a lovely lady, buy it for, uh, you know, dad, husband, boyfriend, uh, enemy, you know, whatever. Um, go go check it out. I think it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people this lent uh thank y'all so much for watching thank you to, Kath- to Catherine whitaker for for driving in and coming to hang out with us today if you liked what you saw please hit that subscribe check out some of our other uh videos on our youtube channel uh you know check out the backlog of the podcast we do this uh, because it's, it's a blast for us and we and you know some of you seem to enjoy it so we're gonna keep them coming thank you so much god bless and we'll see you soon